0: hey calvary family this is pastor michael grove here on the bible reading app today is february the 16th and we are here in the bible reading plan reading from the new international version today we will be reading acts chapter 11. the apostles and the believers throughout judea heard that the gentiles also had received the word of god so when peter went up to jerusalem The circumcised believers criticized him and said, You went into the house of uncircumcised men and ate with them? Starting from the beginning, Peter told them the whole story. I was in the city of Joppa praying, and in a trance I saw a vision. I saw something like a large sheet being let down from heaven by its four corners, and it came down to where I was. I looked into it and saw four-footed animals of the earth, wild beasts, reptiles, and birds. Then I heard a voice telling me, Get up, Peter, kill and eat. I replied, Surely not, Lord, nothing impure or unclean has ever entered my mouth. The voice spoke from heaven a second time, Do not call anything impure that God has made clean. This happened three times, And then it was all pulled up to heaven again. Right then, three men who had been sent to me from Caesarea stopped at the house where I was staying. The Spirit told me to have no hesitation about going with them. These six brothers also went with me, and we entered the man's house. He told us how he had seen an angel appear in his house and say, Send to Joppa for Simon, who is called Peter. He will bring you a message through which you... And all your household will be saved. As I began to speak, the Holy Spirit came on them as He had come on us at the beginning. Then I remembered what the Lord had said John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So if God gave them the same gift He gave us who believed in the Lord Jesus Christ, who was I to think that I could stand in God's way? When they heard this, they had no further objections and praised God, saying. So then, even to Gentiles, God has granted repentance that leads to life. Now those who had been scattered by the persecution that broke out when Stephen was killed traveled as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch, spreading the word only among Jews. Some of them, however, men from Cyprus and Cyrene, went to Antioch and began to speak to Greeks also Then Barnabas went to Tarsus to look for Saul, and when he found him, he brought him to Antioch. So, for a whole year, Barnabas and Saul met with the church and taught great numbers of people. The disciples were called Christians first at Antioch. During this time, some prophets came down from Jerusalem to Antioch. One of them, named Agabus, stood up And through the Spirit, predicted that a severe famine would spread over the entire Roman world. This happened during the reign of Claudius. The disciples, as each one was able, decided to provide for the brothers and sisters living in Judea. This they did, sending their gift to the elders by Barnabas and Saul. This concludes our reading of Acts chapter 11. Let me give you a quick thought before we end our time together. Listen to verse 18. They said, So then, even to the Gentiles, God has granted repentance that leads to life. They were so confused at this point. You see, they had always believed and heard that God was going to restore everything back to the Jewish people. They were his chosen ones. But now, their entire world is being turned upside down as God is moving among the Gentiles. Nothing is making sense. You ever thought about the person or the type of person that you just can't see how God would ever save? Maybe they believe something that you've grown up always knowing is wrong, yet they live it out with conviction of it being right. Or maybe they just talk a different way that doesn't make sense to your faith. The question is, does God still want to save them too Think about people with different views of sexuality, or different views of gender, or think about people who have different views in politics, or even in social pressures. Does God want to save them? Isn't it funny? While we don't have these rules and laws that say we can't be in a Gentile's home, we still find ourselves very segregated by what we believe. It's easy to hang out with people that believe the same things you believe. It's easy to talk to and listen to people who believe exactly the way you do. But let me ask you this. When and where do you make space to sit with somebody who believes completely differently than you do? Do you have lines of who you will hang out with and who you won't? Because if somebody is so different than you that your beliefs are just completely opposite, How will you ever share the gospel with them if you never spend time with them? We have got to be people who go out of our way, cross over the lines, and find people to spend time with. Because two things are going to happen when we do this. First, we are going to have positive influence on them and help shape and mold their lives and their future. But then second, they are are going to have positive influence on us and help shape and mold our lives and our future. You see, we were designed to be able to encourage and lift up one another. My faith might be different from your faith, but together we can learn and grow into what God actually has for us if we do it together. That's why being part of groups... And learning from people who are different than you or see things differently is so important because you never know what you're going to learn and who you're going to learn it from. But it only happens when we gather around the table with people that don't look the same as us, talk the same as us, and have the same backgrounds as us. And when we do that around a table, talking about Jesus and what he's done... It will shape and mold us in ways we never could have imagined it happening. So here's my challenge for you. Find someone completely different than you. Ask them questions. Learn about them. Understand their faith and where they come from. And see what God does as he blends you together to make this beautiful picture of what it means to be God's people. It's fitting That when this happens, that's where the people get named sons and daughters of Christ or followers of Christ or as we call it, Christians. Christians from the very beginning always have, always should be, and always will be the people who are able to show unity inside of diversity. So find that person, sit down with them, get to know them, love them and pray with them and become the people of God that he designed us to be. That's all the time we have left for today. I love you and God bless.